0: I just, I like the
1: very pitchy, how you doing good? Yeah. (laughs) Your mom leads a very rich life. (laughs) I have no idea. That whole episode.
0: Hello, you are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm
1: Megan. And the universe and man. just does
0: not <laughs> want us to record this. We've got we've got the child in the background crying because her mother left. We I forgot to turn off my notifications from said mother who's sending me Snapchats. <laughs> oh it's God. just you know what? I think that's kind of good for this episode the way it is. You better check that Snapchat.
1: Oh, why do I need we to check that subject? We have food coming. Oh. I want to make sure she's not showing us closed doors. Oh, you're darn right. We darn tootin'.
0: This this episode, all of this is fitting because you'll notice, maybe you've noticed. Hopefully, the title of this episode is a little bit different because we we put some thought into things. It's
1: not a location. I mean, that's a strange location name yes. if it is. <laughs> yes, no. So
0: you'll notice this is a very long month, and there's a reason for that. It's because it is the fifth week, the fifth Thursday of the month. Yeah. And so we're like,
1: I feel we felt like we needed to do something a little bit different. Yeah, if you caught the ending of the last episode, where I was like, well, next week's listener episode. I always forget every couple months we have a fifth Thursday, and it kind of throws me off. So we decided, bag secure. Yes, <laughs> the food's <laughs> on the way. Go we received on. good news. <laughs> so. Um, I, I messed up and said that next week this episode was our listener episode. That is a, a lie. Yeah, she and scared me. it happens every couple of months. And I said, you know what? I'm looking at the calendar and I said, every few months we hit a month where we have five Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And not that we don't like going to haunted places or telling you guys things, but we're like, you know, what, what if we did something fun for our fifth Thursday of the month? So we kind of... a little
0: breather from the regular, I suppose. I mean, if
1: you guys keep coming back, obviously you like spooky stuff. But (laughs) if you haven't caught on, we're passionate about a couple of things. Yes. So, and sometimes we'll go on tangents and we're like, oh my God, you guys, if we had... You know, a whole other podcast. We could tell you these things. Well, guess what? We don't have to start a whole other podcast. We're just going to take <laughs> our fifth Thursday of the month, and we're doing something um a little bit different, and we've called
0: it. I
1: think Twin, twin?
0: Tangent. This is welcome
1: to your first Twin Tangent. Yes, Twin Tangent. Why well, we, we're great at it? <laughs>
0: yes, we're, obviously we're great at it. We're like what five minutes in and we have not we just got to the point (laughs) the point being we're gonna tangent from the regular your regular scheduled hauntings
1: and we're just gonna tell you um whatever's on our our mind yeah whatever's on
0: our mind at the time which sounds a a bit unstructured surprise it is we'll figure it out as we go (laughs) it's still gonna be a little concise a little sort of directional and in this case we're keeping it in the is is the word macabre what would you call that correct here
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Like I guess I use that word like way too fast and loose. So I don't know <laughs> if it's ever correct in the in the situation that I'm using it in. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not spooky stuff. It's not even necessarily true crime. Actually, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> but so we're keeping with the dark woo stuff. So what we've done is we've just decided to out of thin air grab stories in this episode anyway. Grab stories that have caught our attention, caught our eye. Mhm. In in the little spooky, true crime-ish Bubble. realm, yeah. which, unfortunately, with news, it's going to lean heavier on the true crime, but like we said, of we like that stuff, and we're going to go ahead and bet that you guys also like that stuff. It's probably a safe bet.
1: Yeah, they kind of go hand in hand. They really do. So, for this first special new episode, uh, <laughs> It's so, tangent. Good so, far. so good so So good so far. Yeah. We decided and we because we keep running into stories that have really interesting true car- crime backgrounds that we can't really cover. We don't have the time to cover in a whole episode. So for our first twin tangent, we've decided to cover a true crime stories. Yeah. Wouldn't you know? <laughs> That's not going to be the ones we've hinted at in previous episodes because we do those need like full on attention and these stories that we've grabbed are just headlines that kind of hit us on social media and on different websites that stick out, you know, the the clickbait, you know, yeah, what it targeted is. ads, but then like when that. you read it, you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hate clickbait. What happens next? Click and find out. Okay, shut well, your mouth. You got me. Shut your mouth. So. No, you don't got me. As soon as I see that, it's like when anyone calls anything crack fill in the blank. Oh, I hate that. Like, oh my gosh, I can't even. It's I can't. Better
1: than sex. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> like clickbait is as annoying as when people put the word crack in their food recipes. Like crack this is chicken, crack. Cocaine. Crack what? what? No, crack fries, which those are actually really good if you've never been to Hopcat. But point is if you're telling me it's as good it's addictive as crack, like I'm not gonna no. No. You probably just put candied bacon on it and you're like, look how good this is. <laughs> I don't care. Because spoilers, I'm not really a huge fan of bacon
1: anyway. Right, chill out, Brenda. God. See, I didn't <laughs> go for Karen, I wanted to. Brenda's and more of a not.
0: recipe person anyway. Karen can't be bothered to make her own food.
1: No. Anyway. She's doing takeout all day
0: long. <laughs> Sorry, Karen or Brenda, if you're listening.
1: <laughs> okay, so we're going to go ahead and start by... It. See, and you say you aren't in the clickbait, but how'd you find these stories? The title was interesting, right? Yeah. Well, okay. Hmm.
0: Before Hmm. you dig into, we're drinking, by the way. Don't don't be silly. We're just drinking while we're here. How could we forget? Again, with the tangent, it's just going to be whatever we want to drink at the time. Yeah, this one
1: happens to be uh, something we had in a previous episode. Yeah, can't remember.
0: (laughs) I have so many scatterings of alcohol at this point from previous episodes. This one, still water. Uh, mill dam.
1: Oh, it As was smelled damn because that's it right. had the
0: word water in it and that's the best we can do.
1: <laughs> so you actually get a crack this time. I know when we tried to do old wines that we had for the other episode, whatever episode that was, that was just
0: poor. Poor at
1: best. But you get a fresh crack out of this one. Mm. So So go ready? ahead and crack it. Okay. Do Three,
0: it. two. If you hear the dog, the dog is not the... uh, Please ignore. She wants the Chinese food as bad as we do, believe me. All
1: right. Three, two, one. Mm. Mm.
0: God, I'm thirsty. All right. Mm.
1: It's it's as good as I remember. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so... I believe, I think it just always, it just feels this way that Megan's going to start this one out. That's what I was leaning towards. That's fine. I feel that too. Because I think Megan actually had a little, had more of a chance to, she did skim hers a bit to get an idea. Mine Mm -hmm. is definitely going to be a real time interaction. I I had the story picked out, but I didn't read it because I want real time reactions to this. So (laughs) y'all can be as excited as I am.
1: This one Caught my eye, and for obvious reason, the same reason why it kind of gripped everyone else, and it's because the picture is of this little old lady (laughs) with her big glasses. She looks darn near like anybody's grandma. She looks like a grandmother, okay? And that was the perfect cover-up for what she was doing. The title of this article, by the way, I've got it from Oxygen on their Facebook page. So Oxygen is... Wild, it's out there. <laughs> so, this one says, Did serial killer Dorothea Puente ever confess to murdering her tenants and burying them in her yard? What, what, Dorothea? Dorothea. Yeah, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Dorothea, I know her, it's the last name is Spanish, it's Dorothea Puente. Oh, that sounds better. Was ultimately accused of murdering nine people after seven bodies were found buried in her yard. They can be a little late on their water bill.
0: (laughs) What is your problem? Landlords are nuts. Suck you dry,
1: kill you, bury you in the front yard. This article says, despite her white hair and kindly demeanor, Dorothea Puente was not a sweet old lady. No. Instead, Puente was responsible for one of Sacramento's most notorious murder sprees. I don't know why they say most notorious. I think it's because she's a female serial killer. And an older one at that. Older. well she's not as old as you think honestly I guess I don't know how old she is in that picture but I mean
0: that picture is definitely from the 70s it's probably the 80s actually because it's the the bono glasses where yeah, it, like it fades fade. into orange
1: yeah yeah well you wouldn't know this woman's age because she literally never told a a, a true statement in her life I feel like her entire life was just a lie she and it, looks like a line sack of bones. Oh, look, she just went from everyone's grandma to a line sack of crap. See how quickly I'm swayed <laughs> and easily. Uh, I'll keep reading and see if it covers it because I'll be honest, I did a little more diving than just this article. So oh, I'm I'll, a
0: simple person. I'll go ahead
1: and read it and maybe fill in some blanks if they're not in here. They say, it goes on to say that the serial killer who earned the nickname, first, spoiler, this is the worst nickname. If I were a serial killer and they gave me this nickname, I'd give myself away because I'd write the newspaper and say, that's stupid. Let's hear it. The serial killer who earned the nickname, the Death House Landlady. That's not even... You couldn't come up with anything else. And why, I'm realizing, I was like,
0: landlady sounds weird, but landlord, this is very, like servitude style like we're ri- do you ever think about that so the, the person who rents out a property property, property. to someone <laughs> <complimentary>. <laughs> a person who rents out a property to somebody is called a landlord or a landlady why are we going all the way back to surf times like that's literally <laughs> how they treat that's how they treat the tenants still i'm okay i'm actually like gonna get a little salty about this what in the world how archaic get it together Rent for a one bedroom, one bath apartment that's 700 square feet in Terre Haute, Indiana shouldn't be $1100 a month. Go F yourself.
1: It's not though. It is. Here? Where are you renting? City Center Apartments? Oh, I would never. See? <laughs> no, no. In the Haute,
0: Haute Flats. What the heck? They're brand I don't new. Know it, They're yeah. brand new and they look like way too much, but they are very pretty.
1: We digress. I'm but back. I guess I don't know this episode has to have some kind of structure. It we has can't... to have a tangent <laughs> uh, <laughs> there will be several okay moving on the nickname the ha- the death house landlady dumb is the focus of oxygen's new two-part special murders at the boarding house
0: see that's so much better that's better you, well oxygen put that together
1: california Ca- oh, california <laughs> go on Puente became notorious in 1988 after seven bodies were discovered buried in the backyard of the boarding house she ran in Sacramento, California, for the disabled, elderly, and sick. Dang, so she really... mm. Oh, she's... It gets worse. It turned out Puente hadn't actually been caring for them after all. Instead, she was stealing their social security and disability checks and intentionally overdosing them with drugs. Holy cow. Now... Mm -hmm. mm, Okay, what... Mind you, this is 1988.
0: 88. Well, so do you have to have some kind of registration? Was she what's the word administering medication to these people do you have to have some kind of licensing to do that do you
1: have to have some certification to do she that? had her own ailments and right. so she had drugs and then her other tenants had drugs and it was kind of just like a mod pod she'd go apartment to apartment and be like I'll take some of these and some of these and then she'd make cocktails and I guess but landlady
0: is one thing but it sounds like she's borderline hospice nurse and um, that doesn't Oh, maybe I shouldn't have jumped. Okay, we'll get... Her web we'll of
1: lies goes so deep.
0: I The fact that it's a two-part series, I think... This just sounds like a nightmare from the get-go, that they're like, run a boarding house for sick people, and by the way, you can go ahead and help them with their medication. Well, no. it was a
1: nice front, because she played herself off as a nurse and had medical experience. She did not. And she even mm-hmm. had fake certificates and diplomas and things up on her wall. And, I mean, she went as far as people higher up people in the city I can't remember who it is It's not a governor but somebody in the Sacramento like she got to dance with them at some ball and there's a picture of it and that was like her crown jewel on her wall and she's like look at all these important people I get to meet
0: that reminds me of another murder story that I heard of that the person uh, I get I wish I could oh you know actually it's based on it was like the movie based on a true story based on a book. Blah, blah 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 catch me if you can Oh, yeah. Where he just wore a lab coat and showed up to the hospital so much and just faked it till he made it so well that eventually everyone just accepted. Like, he became a regular in the hospital, starts wearing the clothes, starts acting the part,
1: and everyone's like, oh, yeah, Dr. So-and-so. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, ha-
1: what kind of charisma? I Again, I'm going to go through all this and see what's covered and then see if I can't fill in some of the blanks. Okay. In 1988, mind you, I mean, at this point, this is uh, a totaling over the years. She took in about $87,000 from the scheme and spent some of the cash on a facelift, prosecutors at her trial uh, alleged, according to a 2011 Los Angeles Times article. Despite the seven bodies being found in her yard and the two other murders she was accused of, Plente pled not guilty to the nine charges against her. She was ultimately only convicted of three murders and sentenced to life in prison. So, did she ever to confess to murdering her boarders? Hmm. Well, since Puente's tenants were, quote, shadow people, as the Los Angeles Times Yikes. put it, the, strings, the string of deaths her boarding house went largely unnoticed until 1988. So, this had been going on for years.
0: I was going to say, I feel like she couldn't have done this... So, like super back to back you know
1: no no she had to build up a i don't <laughs> a know <tolerance>. I guess, <laughs> not even a tolerance people. but she had to build up this facade and like trick all these people and she had like social workers convinced mm-hmm. that she was this sweet old woman taking care of these people and whatever yes An outreach volunteer who had placed Bert Montoya, a man with intellectual disabilities, at Puente's home became concerned when he seemingly vanished, according to a 2009 Sacktown magazine article. Mm. Puente tried to put the volunteer off by insisting that Montoya had run away to Mexico, but the concerned woman soon filed a missing persons report. When an officer stopped by the residence, he interviewed Puente and another tenant in Puente's presence. The tenant seemed to corroborate Puente's story until he passed a note to the officer claiming that Puente was forcing him to lie, according to the magazine. Yikes, that's... okay. Mm -hmm. Creepy. The tenant then revealed that another border had seemingly vanished and that Puente had hired prisoners on furlough to dig holes in her backyard. Not looking good. No. Not looking good, Dorothea. Police returned to the home on November 11th, 1988, to investigate further and found a human leg bone and decomposing <laughs> foot in the yard. It's always a foot. Right. <laughs> Something's Very shallow afoot. graves, man. Oh, I'm <laughs> sick of you. Else. God. <laughs> Puente insisted she knew nothing about the body, and the following day, as authorities covered converged on her home to excavate the entire yard, she asked for permission to go to a nearby hotel to meet a nephew for coffee, according to this magazine. <laughs> it was only after she left, and inv- they let her leave. Yeah. It was only after she left, investigators found a second body. When they went to arrest her, surprise, she vanished. Wow. Who Can't. could, who, how could this have happened? But she said she was meeting her nephew for coffee. Hmm. I, Hmm. Puzzled, perplexed. <laughs> Puente didn't last long on the lam, though. She was found just four days later at a California motel after a man she'd been drinking with at a bar turned her in.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Eerily enough, she had become interested in hanging out with him after learning he received disability checks, the Los Yikes. Angeles Times reported. Yep. When Puente was arrested, she firmly denied having anything to do with the deaths, saying, quote, "'I have not killed anyone,' The checks I cashed, yes, she told a reporter. <laughs> Puente stood trial in 1993 for the murders of the Seven Borders, an ex boyfriend whose body was found floating in a coffin in the Sacramento River, what? and uh- her old business partner, Ruth Monroe, who died from a drug overdose. That one I do know a little bit about. It's coincidence? Or, it's Sacramento. It's such a small city. These people are. Right.
0: It doesn't matter. Ooh, I had connections no? with all seven people. Right.
1: Her defense claimed the tenants died of either natural causes or had overdosed themselves, Los Angeles Times reported. God. Prosecution, meanwhile, contended she was a, quote, cold-calculating serial killer, according to the outlet. William Carey, a forensic psychologist who worked with Puente after her arrest, said he avoided directly asking her whether she was a murderer because he knew she wouldn't answer. Well, gee, how many murderers would you say? Are you a murderer? And they're like... Mm, you got me (laughs) (laughs) i'm a bad liar i guess i'll tell the truth he said quote her eyes would feel fill with tears but she would never admit it Uh, what he goes on to say it was too humiliating too shameful for to her for her to admit responsibility for these crimes and it was so counter to her strenuous effort all her life to be somebody who was respected somebody important you weren't
0: important. She wanted to be.
1: Don't it we all? It was her effort We're to be We're sitting here making a podcast. We <laughs> want to be important. Jesus. In the end, she was convicted of just three murders and sent to spend out the remainder of her life in prison. There, she maintained her innocence. I bet she did. <clears throat> During a jailhouse interview with Sacktown Magazine, she insisted she wasn't guilty, saying... Quote, they don't have all the facts, but God always puts obstacles in people's way. Look at Job, John, Paul, Moses. Oh, Things God. happen for a reason. So she
0: read Genesis
1: and Exodus.
0: <laughs> maybe got a little of Leviticus in.
1: Hmm. Lord. She did comment on her prison sentence when asked if she sometimes wished she had gotten the death penalty, saying, quote, maybe I would have been better off. It's the same thing. I'm here until I die. <laughs> Puente eventually did die of natural causes at the age of 82 in March of 2011. The Los Angeles Times reported she never did confess to the murders. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So,
0: which I guess is kind of weird because people of that age, at a point, you're like, "What? I have nothing. I'm 82 years old. What do I have to live for at this point?" No offense yeah. to if we have you know our 80 plus demographic that's listening mm. to this podcast. <laughs> There's obviously things to live for, but. People, when they're older like that, tend to say, "Well, it is what it is. Like my life is essentially over. I'll just admit to it."
1: Mm-hmm. They and that's all the this article in particular covers. I ended up finding a lot of other people have covered this story in more depth. They said, "I mean, she had a rough life. Which, I mean, from the start, she didn't have a. It, she almost didn't have a chance because mm-hmm. she grew up with abusive." Parents, uh, mother who essentially abandoned them, like she was never anywhere to be found, and then she actually did die, but it was no different because they never had her anyway. Right. And she got married for the first time at sixteen, and lied and married a thirty-two-year-old man, and he thought she was older. Uh, uh-huh. Didn't take long. She eventually, when she turned eighteen, I think. Oh, and she also got pregnant, and had a kid at seventeen or something. Uh- then she left that guy. She gets with another guy, gets pregnant again. Um, she st- she turns to sex work at some point. And then she's constantly lying about her age. She's lying about her credentials. And she she even lied about, she said at one point she had given birth to twins. And they both died by suicide. But there's no paperwork on file of these twins ever existing. How old was she saying they were? No idea. She oh. said she had twins who killed themselves.
0: And then she... Maybe she... Hear me out. Maybe she was pregnant with twins and miscarried and literally is such a selfish poophole. It wasn't me. Yeah. she. Well, they killed themselves. So... Like, if... I wanted these children. I was mm-hmm. ready to bear these children. They they just killed themselves. Like she literally couldn't. They even did say admit to having a miscarriage or something. That's very. That's a little intense. Well, and sorry if that's a little much. But I feel like honestly, what I'm gathering is she would say something crazy like that.
1: They. She said she had miscarriages too.
0: Yeah. So what if she miscarried and these like they they killed themselves? But I mean, it she said me.
1: I had a miscarriage. Also, I gave birth to twins who killed themselves later. So she's because well, a
0: miscarriage is more. I, well. Wait, then I don't know. I don't know. She's just stupid and dead.
1: And she goes on. She's constantly lying about her age. Just depending on who she's with, what she needs, whatever she needs to get. She's diagnosed with several different mental disorders, including like schizophrenia and some dissociative disorder. I, I can't am remember. am so
0: shocked. Dissociative identity disorder? No,
1: it's oh. I never heard of it. And it was very strange. I don't think they... Uh, diagnose people with it anymore i'd have to okay listen because to it.
0: that is what they call that's the now proper term for what they used to call split and personality it's disorder not
1: that it's essentially it's a fancy way to say that she's kind of like a a really good liar i guess mm. that she's a narcissist that it just A slew, just a slew of problems and just couldn't tell the truth to save her soul. And then that business partner, Ruth, I knew a lot. I got to hear a lot about Ruth and she did drug her and kill her shortly after her husband had died. And Mm -hmm. then she has these kids who are like, in the days leading up to her death, they would come see their mom, Ruth. And Dorothy is like, I don't know, she's just been really really out of it i think she's just really stressed from this business venture that they were gonna start i don't even remember what the business was but dorothea like practically forced her to open a joint checking account and dump thousands of dollars into it Mm -hmm. and then killed them (laughs) bye and she tried to say oh well maybe your mom killed herself you know she was so upset from your dad dying and they're like our mother would never and it just not a single i mean all the way until she died she said no that wasn't me I don't know. I don't know who did that. I don't know. It's don't know so frustrating reading <laughs> the other hearing the other articles and the other podcasts that cover this. I it was just so infuriating because she just never told the truth ever. Mhm. But that's the story of Dorothea Puente. a Ho <laughs> and just kind of your out of the ordinary killer. You don't think of an older white-haired woman as just being a serial killer. Mm-hmm. So not usually. That's what stuck out to me. I see this little old lady. It's like, did Dorothea kill nine people? I said, well, did she?
0: <laughs> like, I don't know. I she might have. So that's my story. Neat, neato, Dorothea. You suck. Mm-hmm. There, that's what I got. Okay, so now we're gonna do a blind reaction, everybody everybody join in so <laughs> this i i mean i've really had to go clickbait style on this i suppose mm-hmm. here we go and it's funny it's funny the last almost victim of dorothea's was montoya right yes this is the story i happened to pick man convicted of shooting friend hiding corpse in concrete crawl space tomb oh yeah
1: mm.
0: and his name is russell
1: montoya jr It's always a junior. I I listened to a true crime podcast and I said, if you have a junior in your name, you're already set to fail.
0: You (laughs) honestly are like, sorry to any juniors out there, but it really is true. Like there's a huge difference between junior and the second. No, they said, don't
1: try to church it up with the second. We know what you're doing.
0: (laughs) That's true. That's true. Now you have a level of arrogance and stupidity. (laughs)
1: Sorry, hey, just, juniors. Just name your kid something else. Dang. I mean, our dad's a junior, so he's, a, he's the
0: second. He's the second. He's he, not a junior. Yeah, he
1: churched it up. They churched <laughs> it up.
0: Okay. So, man convicted of shooting friend, hiding corpse in concrete small, small craze, <laughs> crawl space. Ow. Also, look at this guy. He's really sad. Oh. He's really upset he killed his friend.
1: Maybe. He looks bummed, you know. Let's find Like out. he's had a bad day. <laughs> yeah.
0: This So I think this is going to be a shallow dive. I have a second one lined up just in case, but let's find out. Let's find out how tangenty I get. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, here we go. So in 2019, so this is pretty recent, Russell Montoya Jr., 39 at the time, used Home Depot supplies to... Why do you have to say Home Depot? <laughs> Don't used- <laughs> do them dirty like that. They didn't use make it for killing. Should have said Rural King supplies and they'd be shaking, they'd be grasping their pearls like, no, we did not. <laughs> this is a good Christian establishment. <laughs> God, I hate Rural King, but they do have free popcorn and baby chickens. Not free baby chickens. <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> Don't eat the chickens. Eat the popcorn. Chickens are not free. Popcorn is. Go on. Okay. So we used Home Depot. Home Depot, which is also kind of a crappy establishment, but whatever. Yeah, this is going to be longer than two minutes. Let's oh, my just God. See. <laughs> they are supplies to entomb longtime friend Shane Nelson in a concrete burial chamber in the basement of his home. Here we go. A Colorado man was sentenced to life in prison last week, and this was actually. What in the world? What is today? What year? It is the 26th, April 26th. This was written April 19th of 2020. 2021. Oh. So, quite literally, now what? What did I say? Sentenced from this point. Last week, so two weeks ago, this man was sentenced to life in prison oh. for killing his friend and burying the body in a makeshift, quote unquote, tomb, so maybe he sucked, in his unfinished basement. Mm. Russell Montoya Jr., 39, was, was found guilty. I, I'm not going to read it. Exa- that was a typo, but I, maybe I should read it word for word. Let's find oh, out. God. Dor- Dorian Geiger, get it together with your was, was. Anyway, Russell was 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 found guilty in the gruesome murder of 38-year-old Shane Nelson whose body was found quote, "encased," why the quotes, in concrete in a laundry room crawl space in 2019. Mm. Right? <laughs> you don't even have to know Yikes. what the basement looks like. One it's unfinished, two it's a crawl space. I mm, ugh, nope. I am I don't do small spaces, folks. First Heights definitely no small spaces. Yeah. I, I got locked in a trunk one time when I was younger, but that's a story for another time. I hate everyone.
1: Uh, and a bathroom. <laughs> we'll talk about traumatizing stuff in our next episode. Oh my tangent. gosh, twin trauma. Dang, um, did I just spoil
0: it, guys? There might be some trauma episodes and we are no. full of it. <laughs> okay, Montoya was convicted of first degree murder and tampering with a deceased body on a human body apparently there's a differentiation there montoya was convicted of first degree murder and tampering with a deceased human body on april 16th following a four-day trial that's not very long i suppose this is just a small yeah this isn't high profile he received a life sentence without the possibility of parole dang colorado (laughs) yeah colorado (laughs) is not playing Quote, the gruesome nature of this crime is beyond words, Adams County District Attorney Brian Mason said in a press release. I'm grateful to the jury for enduring through the presentation of the evidence and for returning a just verdict. Hmm. And on November 8th, 2019, Russell Montoya Jr., 39, we get that he's 39. That's like the fourth time I said that. Fatally shot Nelson at his home in unincorporated Adams. See, I don't like, sorry, Mm -hmm. Dorian, I'm just going to nitpick because that's what I'm here to do. Who's his? Because the way it's written, my inflection made it sound like it was at Nelson's home, but I don't think it was. No, because Russell buried him in the crawlspace in his laundry room. So let's just say Russell's house. Fatally shot Nelson at his home in an unincorporated Adams County Unincorporated. unincorporated there it is oh, junior god. in an unincorporated township duns yikes <laughs> yikes he was born and bred to kill <laughs> oh, Jesus. sorry i mean he's never gonna hear this unless they get the freedom to listen to podcasts in that case hi russell i hope you're doing well oh my god <laughs> so It was after an argument erupted regarding his youngest daughter, according to an arrest affidavit obtained by Oxygen. This is also Oxygen. (laughs) Oxygen is a treasure trove of clickbait trash. Here we are. It's great. Montoya told detectives he was making homemade gun holsters in his kitchen with Nelson when his friend, who was drinking vodka, made, quote, rude and, quote, disrespectful comments about his daughter. do
1: Look, Home Depot, now vodka. Leave us alone. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why the vodka? Why did they have to? They couldn't just say he was drinking liquor or something. They're like, he was drinking vodka. vodka. Like a sick, unincorporated township man.
0: Right. <laughs> anyway swell yeah he he made <laughs> rude and disrespectful comments why the quotes though about his daughter about Montoya's daughter so montoya alleged 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 tomato tomato alleged that nelson ultimately lunged at him as the fight escalated and tried grabbing a holstered handgun from inside montoya's waistband you're telling this guy's helping him make homemade gun holsters. This dude doesn't have his own gun on him in an unincorporated township. I will always bring that up. (laughs) It's... that This is a lie. I don't know. Yeah, I already think that Montoya did it. That's a lie. (laughs) He said Nelson lunged at him to reach for the gun on Montoya's waistband. Mm -hmm. He has his own gun. There's plenty of guns around. You're making holsters. Yeah. Montoya said he drew the gun in self-defense, firing four shots in the course of 12 seconds, which honestly is really that's, delayed. Yeah. That's a very, that's a grueling 10 seconds. Yeah. Striking Nelson in the head, stomach, and torso.
1: Okay. Now, in 12, I'm sitting here thinking, rapid succession, I would say two seconds you could fire off four rounds, depending on the type of Hand, it, it sounds it like just a
0: basic handgun. There, I mean, that says handgun, which I know there are so many modifications that you can do to things. I'm not a gun person. If you are a gun
1: person, do not come for me. I don't care. I know three to four seconds, you could pop off four rounds pretty quickly. I, think. I would assume. So the, the fact that he shot once and he's like,
0: and two. okay, so and. it does. <laughs> so I'm sure the defense had a good hold there and saying that clearly it was now why did they know it was over 12 seconds though because the defense could say it was a struggle he was defending himself he shot once in defense nelson is still coming after him still swinging still grasping he shoots again nelson won't back down he shoots again
1: Mm -hmm. could i i don't know how they could tell i don't know if ballistics or something are so precise that they could say oh we could tell the from the the casings and... for the the pla- <laughs> Or the placement where the casing fell. Because if it was... If it involved a
0: struggle and they weren't just standing in one spot, the casings could be not all in one spot. They're not all... What is the word? Oh! Um, Centrally located in one spot, I guess. I don't know. I don't think that's what I was looking for. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. They could... Or the daughter was in the house. Someone was in the house. The neighbors could testify that yeah it sounded about like 10 to 12 seconds and multiple people heard it depending on how close this was which if it's an unincorporated township y'all heard it y'all crazy out there
1: sorry (laughs) sorry again well let's keep reading and find out how we know
0: let's let's find out nelson was oh no i skipped a sentence he later left the house bought cigarettes and drove around for hours Huh. Okay, so now you're guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Nelson was moaning when Montoya- when Montoya left, according to the arrest affidavit. So, I mean, Montoya had to corroborate that. Yeah. Montoya purchased cleaning supplies, bags of concrete, and a sheet of drywall from Home Depot. Pre mm. me- Well, okay, well, they couldn't get him on premeditated murder. They said first-degree murder. I think if he would have bought
1: the stuff first and then killed him, that's considered premeditated.
0: Yeah, but does that then negate the whole first does, is it still first degree whether it was premeditated or not
1: this is not a true or would crime that podcast. be like negligence of a body
0: i don't eh, i don't know anyway bought all the stuff at Home Depot <laughs> Sponsor us.
1: <laughs>
0: he later wrapped Nelson's body in a blanket and placed it underneath the laundry room staircase, investigator said. Montoya then built a small wood frame in the crawl space, poured concrete over Nelson's corpse, and used epoxy to quote reduce the smell. Oh, okay. I Okay. <laughs> Montoya told detectives he'd planned to seal off the area with drywall, hence Why he bought the He went all Edgar
1: Allan Poe on this, dude. He really did. (laughs) He He really
0: did. Hopefully, he didn't have any cats.
1: Telltale heart. (laughs) How did he get caught? Now I want to
0: know. In total, Montoya told investigators he spent 16 hours building the makeshift burial chamber. Dude just had. He's like, whatever. F it. Russell said he made the decision to keep Shane's body in the residence and that he was going to make him a tomb in the laundry room, the affidavit alleged. Again. How. uh, how how what's this the is word him again. i totally Ooh, just lost. i started. almost dropped i think that's him again oh, how considerate that's the word i was looking for i mean he looks like the thing is he looks like a normal dude there in his mugshot he's not looking so good he is rough but here he's looking all right like all right in the sense that he doesn't necess- he looks like an an
1: not a, unincorporated a
0: f-boy but like not a killer
1: yeah, I couldn't picture him in Tumbleton, I don't think. No, not
0: really. He's <laughs> no. a step. He's a level above, if you will, in Terre Haute. Okay, that's that's our s- slogan. It's it's great. We're also in a valley. So, <laughs> Russell said he made the decision to do the thing that I already said that he did. I haven't even finished this drink. I don't know what's happening. Montoya's daughter, who was suspicious after seeing a newly poured concrete slab
1: <laughs> in the trailer, they're like, "Where'd this come Where- from?"
0: I thought we weren't staying here forever. Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry, I think that's so funny. She became suspicious after seeing a new concrete slab. (laughs) That's what it it says. Newly poured. How many concrete slabs are in your house, and do we need to start digging? Another one? (laughs) God dang it. I was going to put my computer there. (laughs) (laughs) Under the laundry room stairs. Oh, my God. Anyway, newly poured concrete slab in the laundry room and bloodstains on the basement steps. That's when she got suspicious. Yeah. Reported her father to authorities. Wow, mm. interesting. I mean, I we have no idea. Their we don't relationship. Yeah, but that's. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I would. I would be. I don't know if I would call it on a family member if they're the only two that live there. I guess that's kind of what you have to do. But I'd be like, hey, there's something weird happening in my house. Can you check it out? Not saying who.
1: Right. Just saying
0: check it out according to detectives montoya also threw away nelson's quote bloody cell phone what okay literally why the quotes there threw away the bloody cell phone if there was blood on the cell phone there was blood on the cell phone dorian it's an
1: oxygen article they're just assuming they love (laughs) these quotes they get
0: paid by the quote so found the threw away nelson's bloody cell phone backpack and car keys then dumped his friend's car at an apartment complex down the street do you know nothing (laughs) go at least a township over if you're close enough to state lines go over the state line don't be dumb because then it's their problem and they have to do the whole if they want to do you know robbery or stolen property they have to do it in another state and you might have a chance at an appeal I don't know that's getting a lot or a, a getaway
1: lot. plan yeah. whatever yeah. who
0: knows the two men had been friends for 25 years montoya's family told authorities they had mm. been friends for more than half their life Dang. I've heard some dumb stuff like that before. Like, mm-hmm. ah, gosh, I wish I could. There are so many true... There's so, The Rolodex in my head is wild, spinning in a tornado, man. <laughs> and I just know there's a story of a kid, like two kids who were BFFs and one... It was like a fight over a game of basketball or something. He's like, F you, and shot him and killed him. Mm-hmm. Just cu- Men and their testosterone, I cannot with it. I can't. I can't, I shan't, and I won't. Anyway... Montoya's public defender David Michael Couture, what? Mm. What a fancy man, didn't immediately respond to Oxygen when contacted for comment on the case on Monday. Crime time is your destination for true crime stories around the world. That's the end. I told you this was a blind read. That's just Oxygen's little little clip. So, you know what? I did drag it out because I'm a nightmare and that's what I do best. But. That's the story of Russell Montoya Jr., 39 years old, who, after four days, the cri- that's a quick crime system. Colorado either doesn't have a lot going on, or they're just like, "When you know you know, you know." So they <laughs> just put him awake fast, because this crime happened in November of 2019. In April of 2021, he was put away for life without the possibility of parole after a four-day four trial, days. four-day trial. That's uh, I a mean, speedy also, trial. Right. <laughs> so. It's super cut and dry, though. Like, I mean, the dude obviously killed his friend. There's blood on the steps. Newly poured slab of concrete next to the oldly poured
1: slab of concrete. Mm. Well, like with Dorothea's story, they just barely touched the surface. They gave you very quick... You know, just the the information to get you by, and then I was able to find so much more. I found a couple of podcasts who actually covered it in depth. There are some that did two parters. And they're an hour and a piece. So mm. I guarantee if you do some more research on that guy, you'll probably find more information. Probably. Uh,
0: mine is just, I, I don't think we necessi- we did not plan it this way. But mine was just a, I wanted to blind react to it. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's when I do my best work.
1: I couldn't help <laughs> it. I had to do more research on this lady. I was curious. So and I'm glad I did. Because I'm going to continue to listen to the episodes that I found on her. Because it's just so i don't know it's mind-blowing what that woman did
0: right i was gonna say i think that's all i'm gonna do this time but just as a tease for the next tangent the t the alliteration i do like the. so (laughs) one of my other story that i had lined up was woman beats husband to death dismembers him and then scatters his body parts that would have been good good. for her good for her if you've ever seen if you've ever seen arrested development have you ever seen it yet
1: I've seen some episodes, and rest in peace, she passed away a few Lucille Bluth? Yes, hello. Oh, I
0: know, I think I know that she did. I just want, I erased it from my memory because it's a nightmare that I don't want to relive, and you made me relive it right now. Well, Well, in honor of Lucille Bluth for the woman killing her husband, dismembering him, and scattering his body parts, good for her.
1: (laughs) I'm sure he deserved it. I'm going to start singing Chicago. Look, we could cover true crime just 10 <laughs> yeah. times over. We love true crime. It fo- doesn't matter. We'll pick a, a story out of nothing and just be D- like, just that sounds great. Literally
0: send me a story and I will dramatize it for 45 minutes. Just send me this. Send me anything. <laughs> anything. Don't anything. I don't want weird fan fiction. I don't want no <laughs> no smut in this good Christian lesbian home. Huh? Oh, my and God. <laughs> and no chil- ch- children, children ghosts. No children. No child ghosts. I don't want them.
1: No thanks. Mm. So I think that, I, I guess I don't know, that wraps up our first Tangent episode. Are we done going on Do tangents? we have any
0: other tangents we want to go on? Did anything happen to you today? Anything wild? Anything crazy?
1: I started a new... I guess, schedule at work. I'm doing the Ugh. exact same thing for the exact same department. But instead of working 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., I'm now 7 a.m. to 4 p.m., which sounds nice, but I have to get up at like 6 a.m. and I just want to perish. No, I'd rather die. It's only day one. I didn't do too bad, but give me about, mm, I don't know, next week and I'll be over <laughs> give it. Give me like in 12 hours. So that's my, that's what I'm dealing with right now. Other than that, pretty quiet day.
0: Yeah, I got, uh, I really got Nothing. the 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 new child in the home the little dog got a haircut today and i walked in and saw her and i was like you're naked that's like the most exciting thing that's happened to me she is she got all cleaned up all pretty Mm -hmm. she she, i she's something i don't know that's fun that's good for her good good for her (laughs) raise your glass in honor good for her i it's such a good the pigeon that gets in the apartment he's like it walked on my pillow and (laughs) (laughs) he's like he's freaking out about this bird oh my god there's always money in the banana stand please man if y'all haven't seen arrested development and you need a good cringe like 23 minute cringe that's it the secondhand embarrassment is palpable it's terrible (laughs) i hate it so much incestuous cousin relationships oh yeah it, i got that oh. far,
1: which i know is like two michael episodes Sarah there,
0: is meant to be the most awkward human mm-hmm. i promise <laughs> jesus the, more tangents see it's great this is good i like this this I is good
1: these- for us we can get it all out in one sitting and it just is that is the episode we don't have to worry about getting back on track there is no track no this train is completely derailed and it's exactly how we want I'm it. I'm not
0: in the mood to sing. I was going to sing Crazy Train, but I'm really not in the mood. Dun-na. Oh, dun-na. you dun-na. did anyway. Dun-na. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you just What if I just did the Donna?
1: It would have okay, been Okay, so point. if you want to, reach out to us. <laughs> oh, but the tangent does have to come to an end at some point. So, the it episode does. is a little bit shorter, but you know, we didn't know what we were doing here, so It was fun for me. Was it fun for you? Let us know.
0: Uh, I met you, Megan. Me?
1: Oh. Uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. I liked it. I like doing just <laughs> something different, I guess. Not that I dislike our... Again, don't dislike the spooky stuff. We got plenty of spooky stuff to tell Heck you. yeah,
0: we were listening to future things today, actually.
1: Yes, we are going over some things we've collected from Lots of investigations, lots of
0: watching, lots of more nitpicking. <laughs> it is... We're doing this for you. This is all for you.
1: (laughs) Which you'll get in a future episode. So keep your pants on. We'll get there. (laughs) Uh, Anything else we need to add? Are we ready to wrap it up? I love each
0: and every single one of you.
1: How hard is that drink hitting you? It's not, actually. I'm just in a good mood for once. (laughs) I mean,
0: yeah. there's Chinese waiting mere feet away. I That's why it's a short
1: t- episode. We just know, really like just need some Chinese. Wrap it up. I'm on the edge of my seat. So thank you guys for showing up and coming and to our episode. I'll see you next week. <laughs> no, you. Okay.
0: Are we going to tan- switch it up? Do you want me to? <gasps> we didn't plan. You can tell this wasn't planned. Can you tell?
1: <laughs> I'm like, go ahead. See us out, Kelsey. All right.
0: So if you like what you heard, if you want more of what you heard, the tangent or otherwise, the haunted things. Real talk,
1: let us know how you feel about the tangent, because again, we'll only do it every fifth Thursday. I'm sorry to jump in. Only every every fifth Thursday, which is like every third month or something. So you won't get these often. Enjoy them while you can and let us know if you want them. A pleasure for the ears.
0: So anyway, (laughs) if you like it, if you don't like it, if you want to hear more of other things and less of other things, reach out to us multiple ways. Through our email, which is probably the probably the most direct, which is or so they say pod at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all or so they say pod. Wow. You you may you know, it's hard. You've done this like thirty-five times, I've done uh-huh. it maybe once, <laughs> maybe half a time. Don't tell me. Don't tell okay. me what's next. Okay. Oh gosh. No, oh, if you wanna donate, if you wanna if you wanna help our endeavors, because I mean, what we've been listening to is EVPs. We've been watching camera, like camcorder recordings. These were all. These are all things that are possible because of your patr- your patronage. Yes, mm-hmm. through either patreon.com forward slash or so they say pod. You can do a monthly donation there. If you suck at commitment, commitment, just like every other ex I've ever had, you can also <laughs> go to our PayPal account, which we'll just link on the website, and I will hopefully have the link if I can figure it out in the description for this episode, and merchandise we have merchandise see listen this is a struggle everybody we have merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod lots of good stuff some gay stuff i'll get some more gay stuff on there because pride's coming up in june maybe we'll do something special for pride month only because i'm here i'm queer and i'm ready for more beer i don't know (laughs) there it is (laughs) so redbubble.com for merch masks bags shirts whatever the heck you want it's probably there Redbubble mm-hmm. is a little confusing the quick rundown we've done this before but i'll go ahead and tell you is if you only see like five items you're like you lied to me about the bag i am not a liar i hate liars and i'm bad at lying you would know if i was <laughs> scroll down to the bottom and just like pick pick whatever you want whatever design you see and it's like oh this is also available on xyz click on that and then you will see every item that Redbubble has available to you mm-hmm. uh Oh, stories. We do have a listener episode finally coming yes. up next week. So for real, for real, send us your stories again at orso they say pod at gmail.com. You could probably send it through our social media, but orso the Gmail account is going to be your best. It's It's the best bet, it's the most direct. We're. I would hope the most. I don't know. We're trying to be active on everything. I'm trying to
1: communicate, you guys. I'm keeping up with social media like best the spirits, I can. We are
0: trying. Some
1: things slip through the cracks, and I'm sorry. I see you, and I I hear you. <laughs> yes,
0: it might not be on this coming listener episode, but send us your stories. We will dish them out as they come to us, and I think. Is that got it all. Am I miss am I missing something? No. I know you're sitting here going through the checklist. You're like this dumb dumb. No,
1: it was out of order, but I mean I <clears throat> out of the order that I normally do, but I believe you've covered everything. The big thing is the listener story which it's not recorded just yet, so you still have, like, a little bit of time to get your stories in for this one. If not, it will definitely make the next one yeah. and so on. We keep track of everybody's and make sure we cover all your stories, so send them to us, please.
0: Yes. Yeah, and I think, I didn't say, leave a rating for us if you can. That's appreciated. The rating and the donations are really what help us. The donations for, yes. like, the physical aspect, all the trips that we take, the equipment that we buy, th- this whole this those donations that monetary help is what gives us this time and the means to record these episodes for you are we mm-hmm. going to keep doing it with without it of course like i'm going to we're going to try our best but it really does help and then the ratings help with algorithms for people for exposure on different platforms, on Spotify, on iTunes. iTunes is the big one. It's probably the bigger platform. It's definitely the bigger listener platform for us. Mm -hmm.
1: It gets our name out there. It gets those organic listens, the new listeners. Because, of course, when we started... You know, from the ground up, it was family and friends, which one you guys are still there and we still appreciate you. Don't get us wrong. But uh, we've also noticed our growth and we're we're getting outside of the Midwest. We're even hitting some other countries. And that happens because you guys share it and because you guys leave your reviews and you leave your ratings. So those are what really help us get us out there and send us to all these new places, you know, things Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have known about before.
0: Yes. Which we have future trips in the works and planned mm-hmm. actually they're already planned and ready to go and i'm very excited and you will soon find out we'll soon-ish find out we'll get there relatively So <sighs> okay that is all that's it i drug it out but that's what i do best again mm-hmm. <laughs> i do my best work unprepared
1: so that's it that's our first tangent episode and <laughs> man we need to get that off our chest.
0: Yeah, I know. Hopefully, you liked it. I I liked it. I just like talking. That's again. Why do you think we made a podcast? I like my voice. <laughs> okay. I don't. It's terrible,
1: actually. I don't. I don't care for your voice either. Well, anyway, thank you. you guys. <laughs> say, I
0: thought you were saying I don't care for my voice. This I know. I'm
1: kidding. This, ooh. <laughs> All ooh, right, we guys. We gotta go. Ugh. Tune in next week. Hear your
0: stories. Yes, we'll That's be it. back. Unfortunately or fortunately, <laughs> we'll <Okay>. be back. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Cody Mason. Visit us at our website or so they say pod.com where you can donate to our Patreon or PayPal. Check out our merch at redbubble.com and find links to all of our social media. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave us a glowing review. Thanks for listening and see you next week.